The best estate agents like to sweep up the mess. They like things to be clean and tidy. What the hell am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. If you're an agent looking for instructions or you're thinking of setting up your own estate agency and you're wondering, where the frig am I going to get instructions from? Well, it's easy because there's loads and loads and loads of low-hanging fruit there. Low-hanging fruit, by which I mean sellers that are literally jumping up and down, waving their hands in the air, flashing a big torchlight, shouting, help me, help me, help me. Now, what are the telltale signs? Well, these are properties that have been languishing, lingering, going stale on the market, and have been on the market since pussy was a kitten for week after week after week and month after month after month. And you can be sure, I bet you, wherever you are, maybe you're in Hull, Halifax, Bournemouth, Brighton, Cornwall, I don't know, but I'm sure there are spl- there are plenty of instructions ready for the taking, ripe for the taking, low-hanging fruit that just need to find you. That's all they need. All they're looking for is an estate agent that's going to stop treating them like a dick and just hold their hand and get the job done. And in actual fact, well, the percentage of properties that have already been on the market with the previous agent with me has fallen over time but i think that's natural and to be expected because i'm now in a position where i'm being recommended and i'm picking up instructions that are you know virgin stock fresh to the market never been on with anybody but in the early days i was picking up other agents scraps and tattle and sweeping up the mess left right and center and i'll give you a couple of examples so number one sanford road in east ham been on the market with an agent um, and the house backs on to a cemetery. And the, I got in touch. Uh, I'd written her a letter or two or three, in fact. And she says, well, you know, the estate agent that we've got, you know, he's had it for six months, but he tells me that, that he, he can't sell the house because it backs on to a cemetery. I says, what do you mean he can't sell the house? He says, well, that, that's what he's, that's what they, they told me they were experts in the area, but now they're telling me that they can't sell the house because of the cemetery. Uh, and of course, there's a lid for every jar, is what an old boss of mine used to say. And um, we got on well, and I told her that the price did need a slight adjustment. But, of course, uh, the cemetery might not be everybody's cup of tea, but there will be others that will view it as a as a positive. You know, it's quiet, and there's never going to be any building at the back. And lo and behold, after a little bit of tweaking with the marketing and an amendment on the price... It's under offer, and she thinks I'm the big, the best thing since sliced bread. Have I done anything miraculous or extraordinary or weird or wacky? No, I've just given the right advice and I've come in and swept up the mess. And another one, another one that actually upset me because the lady's blind um, or exceptionally partially sighted, I should say. Uh, and I felt that the agent there took the piss. I valued it at £425,000 at best. What are the other agent have it on the market at? £475,000. The photographs were absolutely appalling, like really, really bad. And despite the owner repetitively asking for a floor plan, a floor plan never seemed to, to surface. All I did was come in. I didn't, I didn't promise anything. Again, I didn't do anything weird, wacky or experimental. I just gave her the right advice. Four, two, five. This is what it's worth. Um, and I commanded a nice fee, and lo and behold, what's happened? I've come in, swept up the mess, and it's now under offer. And a third example I wanted to give you, and it's a property that I've, I've um, was recommended, actually, 
and had been on the market with another agent, a, a very high-profile agent in Islington, with a very sort of blue-blooded, you know, stiff upper lip reputation. And uh, three-bed, ex-local authority flat, and they'd had it on the market for uh, four months at £700,000. To which it says, well, you know, have you had many viewings? No, not really. What do you mean, not really? Well, we don't really know. The agent doesn't really tell us what he's had, what he's had viewings. Have they given you any advice or strategy moving forward? No, we, 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 they've given us no advice or strategy. Have they suggested maybe amending the asking price? Because perhaps maybe they're seeing resistance um, to the asking price that's currently in situ. No, they've not given us any advice. Wake up, estate agents. What are you doing? But I tell you, for agents such as myself and other self-employed estate agents, it's music to our ears because half the estate agents out there are asleep at the wheel and it's easy pickings. I'm not going to sometimes, I'm not going to say, you know, you send one later, you drop them a phone call and you're the knight in shining armor. Sometimes it can take two, three, four phone calls or a few knocks at the door or four or five letters. You've got to be persistent um, and really just try and set yourself out, not by over promising, but just saying, listen, I'll get this sorted if you listen to me. And with that particular vendor, it was on at seven. It's now on at 6.50, but I did say, listen, 6.50 might be too much and we may have to go down a little bit further. Um, and she was just crying out for somebody that would hold her hand, keep in touch, not over-promise, not, over de- uh, not under- <laughs> over-promise and under-deliver. You, know you know what I was trying to say there. And just get the job done and just tell it as it is um, rather than faff about. So if other agents are wanting to faff about muck things up, have stock on their books for four, five, six months. Good friggin' luck to them. But I want to eat and I've got bills to pay and I'm there to sweep up the mess, pick up the low-hanging fruit and I'm being honest, take advantage. But ultimately, I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm there to tidy up and get the job done on behalf of the Senate. That's all they're looking for in an estate agent. So if, if I could... You know, give or have a word in the ear of myself two years ago when I was on the cusp of setting up my own agency or give myself some advice would be don't panic, don't worry. There's loads of stock out there. Don't get your knickers in a twist about spending fortunes on marketing and branding and, and leaflet drops. Just concentrate on targeting other agent stock where it's clear the agent in question has fucked up. And you know what? They deserve to be kicked in the nuts, these agents, and they're ripe for taking advantage of. Um, have a look on your uh, local right move page and see what stock's been on the market since January, February, April, June, even. These vendors are getting sick and tired with their current agent. And it's said many a time that the second agent or third agent that's on the case is often the successful agent with selling the property. Thanks for listening. Um If you've come this far, I appreciate it. I'm seven minutes in and I'll chat to you all next time. All the very best.